The teenage years can be tough, especially on those who support and cheer them on. Navigating the complexities of engaging teens in a meaningful way can be tricky these days. If you find yourself nodding in agreement, you are in just the right place. Here, you'll find the tools and resources you need to support the teens in your life as they discover how to embrace their individual skills, talents, and passions to create a life that surpasses their dreams. You'll hear incredible endeavors where communities empower their youth to have a real impact on the world. This is the Changemaker Teens Podcast with your guide, Linda Johnstone, mother, activist, eternal optimist, and founder of the Changemaker Teens Project. She's passionate about helping you support the teens in your life as you work with them to find lives of direction, purpose, and meaning. Here's Linda. Hi, everyone. It's Linda, and welcome to the Changemaker Teens Podcast. This is a really important episode today, so thank you so much for joining me. I just saw an ad on TV for a New York State insurance plan. Their tagline was, let's get every child covered. And that's a very noble undertaking. In fact, I couldn't agree more. Every child deserves health care. Taking care of the medical needs of our children is critical for their future. But there's more to consider when it comes to a healthy future for our kids, especially our teenagers. I think that all teens need to play an active role in determining what their own future is going to look like. Every single one of them without exception. You want a future, you have to plan for it. From the teen who is richy, rich, rich, to the teen who has hardly any privileges at all, and everyone in between, every one of them needs to participate in the creation of their own future. We are doing them a tremendous disservice by ignoring this critical rite of passage from child to adult, and I really believe that we are ignoring it, maybe not on purpose, But how many parents actually sit down with their teen and ask them the important questions about their future plans? And the age-old question, what do you want to do when you grow up, just isn't cutting it anymore. How can they possibly answer that question if they don't know all their options, if they don't really take the time to figure out what's important to them? What do they want their life to look like in 5 years or 10 years or 20 What would make the future version of themselves jump out of bed in the morning yelling, I can't wait to get to work today? I don't think they know the answer. I'm thinking that the vast majority of teenagers in our country and in the world don't know the answer. In fact, can I dare say that most of the teens in the world don't even know the question? And I hate to say it, but isn't that kind of our fault, the adults in their lives? We're sending them out in the world on a wing and a prayer, and it's just not enough. Have you ever heard that phrase, on a wing and a prayer? Now, let me just throw in my own two cents, because I really believe that sometimes all we need in life is a prayer. Even if we think we have nothing left, we always have a prayer. So I am not disrespecting the power of prayer at all. But I want you to listen to the definition of on a wing and a prayer from the Sight Dictionary of Idioms. This is what they say it means. Without much preparation, and thus little hope of success. They go on to say that if you do something on a wing and a prayer, you do it in the hope that you will succeed, even though you do not have what you need to do it. And finally, their last definition is with only a very slight chance of success. Listen, you guys, we're sending our teens out into the world on a wing and a prayer, and it's not working. 
We're not giving them the proper tools that they need to build a successful and meaningful future. We're not arming our kids with what they need to succeed, which is specifically written goals, a life vision, and a plan that's bigger than anything they could ever have dreamed of. Every teen has to choose a future for themselves, or life will choose it for them. We need to help our teens by initiating a discussion that is centered around them and their future. I know why this isn't top of mind for you, the parent, the educator, the youth minister, the community leader, even grandparents and favorite aunts and uncles, or even the neighborhood mom, you know, the one with the house where all the kids go because it always smells like freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. You know who you are. I get it. We're busy. Maybe even too busy with our own lives. And we're not even happy with our own careers. How are we going to help our kids choose what they want to do? And I know for all you teachers out there, you have state-mandated curriculums that are sucking the very life out of your passion for teaching and doing something that really matters for your students. Even youth ministers have very full schedules when they meet with their teens on that one day a week. It's really tough to put everything aside and spend some good quality time with our teens to get them the tools that they need to plan a life vision, one that may potentially make a huge difference in their future. But let me try to get you to understand how incredibly important it is that we find the time and reach out to every single teen that we can. Here's a quote from Jim John. If you don't design your own life, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Not much. Isn't that the truth? It's so sad because we're talking about the majority of adults on the planet. People spend more time thinking about what kind of used car to buy than they do about their future career, and it shows with all the misery we see in the world. Let me tell you about an interesting study that was done many, many years ago, and here's the topic. Does it make a difference in a person's life if they take the time and energy to create a plan for their future? They wondered if setting goals mattered, and do the goals have to be written down to have an impact on a person's success throughout their lifetime? So psychologists studied the Harvard graduating class of 1954 for a 20-year period. They were interested to know how many of the graduates had written goals and plans, and whether it had made a difference in how successful they were later in life. They discovered that only 3% of the graduates had actually taken the time to write down their vision for the future. The other 93% did nothing. You might even say that the 93% graduated on a wing and a prayer. So what happened to the 3%? After 20 years, the collective net worth of the 3% was greater than the net worth of the entire rest of the class combined. And they also measured higher on questionnaires about life satisfaction and other subjective indicators of success. Coincidence? Did they just get lucky? Absolutely not. Writing down your goals makes a huge difference in your life. Writing down a vision for the future makes it a real possibility, and teens need to know about this, and we need to be the ones to tell them. But did you notice that the 3% also measured higher on the life satisfaction questions? Do you think that's important, maybe even more important than financial success? I do, and let me explain why. Let me tell you about another study. And in my opinion, this one is way more important than any measurement of financial success. It's actually quite sad, really. 60 college students that had recently attempted suicide were surveyed to try to understand what went wrong in their lives to make them want to end everything. 
85% of them, basically almost everyone, said that life seemed meaningless. And even more of them, 93%, lacked a sense of purpose in their lives, despite having socially active lives, academic achievements, and supportive families. That just blows me away. I have a really hard time understanding that. Aren't college students too young to feel that life is meaningless? Isn't that something meant for us old people as we realize that we've let our lives pass on by without doing anything of real importance? Aren't they too young to be wanting to know their purpose? Hmm, maybe not. In fact, the Center for Disease Control lists suicide as the third leading cause of death for people ages 15 to 24. But even more disturbing is the fact that suicide is the fourth leading cause of death for kids between 10 and 14 years old. 10 years old. They're depressed. They're feeling hopeless, feeling trapped in a life that they can't control. And suicide rates for these age groups are doing nothing but increasing. So what can we do? We have to do something, right? Well, if life seems meaningless, let's help them find meaning. If they lack a sense of purpose, let's help them find a purpose. If they're hopeless, let's give them some hope. This is not rocket science, but there is a little problem here. Teenagers are not going to just sit down and start searching for meaning and writing their life vision on their own. There's virtually zero chance of that, mostly because they don't know how. And even more than that, they don't know why it's important. They're just kids, unhappy kids. Now, before I go on, I want you to know that I'm the first one to admit that many teens are clinically depressed and they need professional help, help that goes way beyond what I'm trying to do here. But I also want to point out that those kids in the survey, the college kids, they tried to end their lives despite having supportive families and despite being socially active with academic achievements. These weren't the kids who spend their high school career hanging out in the alcove, smoking pot, and skipping classes. They're not the ones who were homeless and hungry or the ones who lived in the projects, the ones who really knew the meaning of the word hopelessness down to their very soul. Now, these kids were accepted into college. I'm assuming they even picked out a major, or at least thought about it. They had friends, loving parents, dogs who loved them, and life had no meaning for them. I hope I'm not the only one who is terrified by that thought. If these kids are struggling, these kids who had a support system and who are doing everything right, if these kids don't want to live, we've got a huge problem and we've got a lot of work to do. Something isn't right in the world. Maybe it's our fault. Maybe it's the way we've raised the last couple of generations. Maybe we got too busy with our own lives, too selfish. And I suppose drugs and alcohol are too easy to get nowadays, and violence is too easy to see in the movies and now even on TV. Whatever the reason, we need to do something. Don't we have to do something? We, the parents, the teachers, the ministers, the adults... We need to put our heads together to save our children and to help them plan for a future that excites them, a future that they might actually want to live in. And believe me, I'm not saying that all teens are on the brink of suicide. I know that's not even close to being true. But there's something to be said for being happy and having a reason to get up in the morning and to have something to work for, something bigger than yourself to believe in. Remember the No Child Left Behind Act of 2002? 
It literally took an act of Congress to make sure that every child got the help they needed in school. Everyone has their own opinion about the effectiveness of that effort. But I think we need to do even more. We need to ask every teen about the kind of future they want for themselves. We need to start the discussion. And if the parent can't do it or won't do it, then maybe the teacher can or the youth group leader or the coach or whoever interacts with the teen. I just know they're not going to be doing it by themselves. Changemaker Teens has a two-part system that is designed for this very reason. The first part is called our Life Direction Program, and it's a series of questions that zero in on what's really and truly important to the teen. The questions can be asked by the parent or a teacher, youth group leader, any adult who cares about the teen. Once the questions are answered, the teen looks for a theme to emerge. He or she then takes this theme and dives into the second part of the system, our life action plan. This is where we help the teen take his or her dream and turn it into a reality. Remember that old question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Our program is that question on steroids. Learn more about us at www.changemakerteens.com or listen to our other podcast episodes that will explain our mission in greater detail. Remember, many parents don't have any idea that their kids are struggling. This is why we have to reach out to every single teen in every single school or church or community center or home. Every one. We can't miss any of them. They're all important and they're all worth the effort. We need to ask every teen about their future, about their plans, and about their dreams. No child left behind. Let's get every child covered. And now, let's ask every teen. Thank you for listening, and we really hope you'll join us on our mission to help every teen discover a meaningful future. I'll see you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Changemaker Teens Podcast with Linda Johnstone. We hope you enjoyed today's show, but more importantly, that you feel inspired and supported to mobilize and ignite a spark in the youth of your community. Please like and subscribe to help others find the podcast too. We want to hear from you. Tell us your story and be part of the community on Facebook and Instagram at Changemaker Teens. To learn more about the Changemaker Teens Project or to help youth truly change the world, visit changemakerteens.com. See you next time.